podcast. Bum podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. Hey, 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 hey. I look. So check this out. So I got a, a something I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been, I, I don't know, I think I want to talk about it for a while, but I'm just in trying to figure out how to frame it correctly. I don't know if I was ever able to really frame it correctly. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to throw it at you and hope you catch up, I guess. <laughs> All right. Because the hardest thing sometimes is, I mean, you're articulate and everything, but you kind of stay in your shell and trying to pull you out of your shell. You said I stay in my shell. Yeah. And so I I want to see if I can pull you out of your shell to have this conversation on Uncommon Innovations. And I mean, it may be a crazy name for it, but Uncommon Innovations. I just got finished letting you watch a video of the, um, what was his name? Toby? Nguengue. What? what? Nguengue. Nguengue. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't say that I'm pronouncing it perfectly, but okay, that's well. how I understand it to be pronounced. So anyway, it was about throw these hands. What was the name of it? Um, don't try, try Jesus, try yeah, Jesus. Try Jesus. Name try Jesus. Don't try me because I throw hands, right. which was innovative enough. And I mean, I had a couple of people to actually send me the song via, um, you know, via some social media network. Uh, a couple of people sent that song to me, and I thought it was innovative enough. And then the twist that I saw on it that I had you to look at a, a little while ago was the Hamiltones. Right. And it was innovative. It was innovative because, I mean, their tones, their, their doo-wops or what do you call them? I don't know. Doo-wops, harmonies. 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 Yeah, they're harmonies. The harmonies kind of added flavor mm-hmm. to the song because the song, I, 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 guess, I guess it was a, um, what do you call those songs? A, a prankster song, a joke song, or... What do you call it? Yeah, almost like a meme, maybe. Yeah. Kind of. And so they added like a serious tone to it that really, you know, they harmonized and really made it come through. And it just, it just, I I decided I'd try to frame my conversation around that. Okay. Um, And that's why I I said I wanted to call it Uncommon Innovations because it wasn't innovation, but it was uncommon because it's like somebody took something that was meant to be lighthearted and then a serious, a seriousness, a seriousness was added to it and it kind of rounded it out. Just kind of added a different element. Yeah, it kind of added a different element. It took something that wasn't, I don't think, intentional in the beginning. All right. And it it didn't take anything away from the song. The song is still cool the way it is, Mm -hmm. but it's just an uncommon innovation, you know? And then I think about this five, six, seven hours we spent um, yesterday putting together this bed. Yeah. You know? And um, for the listening audience, um, we have a new bed from Ikea. That's not a plug for IKEA, so I'm not going to tell you the name of the bed, but it's a it's a, a bed we got from IKEA. And um it's 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 an uncommon innovation. I mean, if you ask me, because by day I take it as a day bed. Mm-hmm. Um it's a day bed, it's okay. a, a twin yeah, size yeah. day bed, you know what I'm saying? All right. And then at night you can pull it out and it becomes a full size king bed. Okay. Right? And so um the day bed fits because we're sitting in your studio, right? right? So you got a day it's bed. One in of the same studio. now. Yeah, it's one of the same now. So we're sitting in your studio, but at night, man, you can like really stretch out. So I mean, how, how did you feel about that whole transformation, that transition from day bed to like? Honestly, it was cool. Uh, it wasn't so cool when we were putting it together. No, it wasn't. That was because a while, it made man. it a whole bunch of extra pieces and all that. But after we finished it, and I guess got to see what it actually looks like and how it works and all that. I'm actually pretty happy with it. I think it it's well-rounded and good for the room. Yeah, and it's uncommon innovation. Yeah, As it's different. Of, it's different. And it's funny because when we were doing it, 
You said something like, "Why IKEA make? Why IKEA have all them pieces for their front?" Right. Well, yeah, yeah, that's funny too. That's almost like an uncommon innovation in itself, because I know, I don't know if if it's like a big joke for everybody, but I hear people talk about like how putting together IKEA furniture is just trash, and nobody enjoys putting together IKEA furniture. But when I was thinking about it, and as we were putting it together. It's like this is actually kind of innovative to use the word that you said. Yeah. The fact that these pieces are separated out and pre-made and pre-cut and they, you have the instructions that are put together so that anybody can kind of put together the furniture. Because just going out and getting your own wood and doing all that to put together furniture isn't something that I would say a large uh, majority of people are capable of just okay. up and doing. Yeah. And so I guess it it was a way or they found a way to make it accessible for people cool so cool so so that that in and of itself uncommon uncommon innovation Mm -hmm. and so to to kind of move that conversation along into where i really want to to launch and again like this whole i guess ever since we began our our podcast and even in some other venues that i i utilize to get out in in the mainstream um what we cannot get away from is COVID 19 we can't get away from the fact that things have changed forever for our lives. Right. Um, we we can try to get back to a norm if we want to, but things have changed forever for our lives. Right. It's a I, new normal. It's a new We're normal. Sort of it's a new back. normal. It's a new normal. And um, so we might as well settle into the new normal. And so even in dealing with um, UT or dealing with like my, my summer interns, I just, I just finished off a cohort of summer interns, 15 students from all over the country that did a... Um, did did their their internships with, with with prospective labs, but a majority of them, fourteen out of the fifteen of them, did it from home. Right. Um, only one had an opportunity to actually go to the lab and complete the internship. And the way they handled their summer internship was um, it was varied. I mean, it was as 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 varied as fifteen individuals could be. Mm-hmm. But uh, and they came away with fifteen different experiences. Right. Some good, not some not so good. But I think the ones who were innovative, the ones who took this uncommon, unnatural, brand new, out of the box, never happening before situation, and ran with it, and ran with it, right? Were innovative with it. They tried to find a way to make it work out for them. Those are the ones who have walked away with the most positive experience, and even to the point where, I will tell you, I had I had two students that that did some work with a company. Um, in IT, one one from the business side of it and web development side of it, and the other one from the cybersecurity side of it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they were challenged to do um, was to grow their LinkedIn network, which yeah. I mean was just like I mean like I'm like, whew, I'm so glad you got them to do that because the one thing we try to do with our organization is we try to help students to to grow into their careers mm-hmm. or you know growing to college, growing to high school, growing into their careers. And so um, for this internship, uh, they were challenged to actually. Um, step out of their comfort zone and grow their network. And over a 10-week period of time, both of them started in single digits from their their LinkedIn network. And one of them even um, admitted that all they had on there was their school and their name, pretty much. Um, And now both of them have almost 300 or, you know, 300 connections. connections. And not just, like, random connections, but during their internship, they were really tasked to reach out and interview people and talk to people and add them to their network. Actually make true connections. Actually make true connections. And so that was, again, another 
uncommon innovation. It was a, it was a way that it wasn't common to them, mm-hmm. but it was innovative in the fact that they were able to sit in the comfort of their own home. They were actually able to do their internship, but at the same time, they were able to reach out and develop a network based upon their interests and grow. As a matter of fact, as a result, one of the students has actually come away with another internship offer on the tail end from one of the people that they connected with. Mm-hmm. Uncommon innovations. And so um, what, what I really want to find out and where I w- want you to chime in, because I'm, I'm from an older generation, and I'm looking back and saying, okay, this is what I'm trying to pour into students, and this is what I'm trying to help students to accomplish. But you from being a college student, and you understanding your mindset and understanding at least the actions and activities of others your age mm-hmm. um, or your cohort, your peers, or or your or your circle. Um, all of you all are not that way. Some of you all are like the other interns that I had that it was almost kicking and screaming. It's like, you know, I, I know I'm supposed to put in 40 hours, but nobody's watching me. So because nobody's watching me, I'm not going to put in 40 hours. And at the end of the day, come, come away lacking and wondering why they didn't get a great experience. And so... How do, can you, I mean, I don't know, if you want to explain a little bit of the mindset or if you want to share a little bit of how uh, how, how your generation or, and it, it's, it's always tricky when we say your generation, but how college students nowadays view mm-hmm. where we are now and the prospect of uh, creating a new normal, an innovative normal, or creating a way. Because again, when you started college, you started college two years ago. Right. And in your mind, you may or may not have, but I believe you had a idea of what it was going to take to get to where you wanted to get by the end of this four-year period. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, smack dab in the middle of it, everything was interrupted. Right. So, um, I would say, even to almost kind of speak to the mindset of people beforehand, even before um, this whole pandemic, COVID and all that, which I can't necessarily speak for everybody but in general i think a large influence on my generation has kind of been um the up and coming like the growth of influencers such as like social media influencers or um just celebrity presence and how everything is so out front like everything's so out in the open to be seen because we have um like our the social medias and things like that and so there's this really almost like large stigma for my age group, um, for like college students, high school students, like early twenty, like early late teens, early twenties, almost. Mm-hmm. Of success is supposed to be right now. Everything is supposed to happen right now. Mm. And so it's almost like you find that that'll affect people in multiple different ways. Okay. So you have people that are kind of like highly stressed because everything's supposed to be happening right now. They're supposed to be on this path right now. They're supposed to be where they want to be for their their life goals right now and all of this because of what we see on social media. So you have the people that are um, high stress and on the drive for that. And then you have people that are kind of overwhelmed by it, um, by everything that they see right now. And so it causes them to kind of lay back and be more lackadaisical almost Mm -hmm. because... It's like every time everything you see is almost like I'm not at that level, and so it's caused people kind of be last days uh, about that. That's, that's 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 yeah, that's a good point. Okay, um, and so I think uh, with this whole pandemic, um, quarantine, everything is kind of being off centered. 
uh, the path that people have seen for their lives for so long, the path that they've been on has kind of just been shifted with like, just like that, the snap of a finger. It's kind of in the same way affected people in different ways. Some people have been, well, this is just um, like a detour. Uh, this is something that to ride with to still make sure I get to that level. That's like a way of taking it. Some people are so just thrown off um, and crazed because they've been on this path, they've been grinding on this path, and all of a sudden that path is no longer there in the way that they saw it before. Um, but then you still have like your lackadaisical um, kind of thing. And so it's almost like, I guess the two polarizing things is the people that are adapting with what's going on as if, like it's the new normal. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, things have changed, now I need to change with them. So kind of getting on that innovation side. And then there's a, this large effect of almost being in this this limbo state, kind of in this place of when will I get back to a, um, a situation or a way of being able to chase things in the way that I understand I'm supposed to chase them to begin with. Um, I don't know if that completely answers your question. I actually, you bring up a couple of good points, and so I'm gonna try to dive in on them if I can remember them all. But the first thing, I, the first thing I saw when you started talking about the whole age of influencers and stuff, I mean, I feel like man, it, and and you kind of, and again, you kind of touched on it because you said like, then you look at it and you say, well, I'm not at that point, right? Right? Because because sitting back in a silo, you could think that man, I'm ready to start launching. Because I know I was talking to my goddaughter, and um, she was saying this was a few months ago, actually more than a few months ago now. And it was mm -hmm. like she wanted to be a, she wanted to be a YouTube star. Right. Like, what does that look like? You know. Right. That's something that's yeah. so like that. That wasn't something to just think about or be like that's possible. Right. When right. I was her age. Right. Her age. Right. And definitely, well, YouTube like, didn't exist when I was there. But that's a whole, whole new career, and that's right. the way people are thinking. And so now, all of a sudden, guess what? There are people who were not YouTube stars before, mm -hmm. who were like. Real time, like say for instance, real time comedians who actually got on stages, mm -hmm. or real musicians who actually got on stages and went on tour, and now YouTube has become their fallback because they no longer can do it in the vehicle in which they did it in, and it can almost drown out or mute the novice or the amateur who thought that that was going to be their mode of right. of of, of, like of making it famous, right? Yeah, yeah, and so. Um, that's that's interesting that you would say that, but the, the, the flip side, I, and I like to always kind of like um, divide out stuff. You gave me two polarizing sets. You said there are some people who are adapting, and they realize that at some point they're going to really get to a point where they hit a stride. Right. I'm gonna leave them alone for now. I mean, because they're cool. Looks like they got you know some kind of guidance. I I'm, I tell people when I deal, I like deal with C students on, for C students only, and so I want to deal with the ones who are not, who the ones who are shell shocked. Right mm -hmm. now, because again, and that, I'm entrepreneurial thinking, mm -hmm. and so entrepreneurial thinking, you got to find a problem, and when you find a problem, you create the solution, and that's what the market is. Right. And so for me, if you have somebody who realizes that even if COVID sticks around, there's a way around, those are not going to really be a market. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they are a market, but I mean they're pretty much on their way. The people I want to deal with, the people out of who are shell shocked, and the reason why I want to deal with the people who are shell shocked is because I really don't want anybody to be left behind. Right. Understanding that some people will be because they're just not going to move. But if I look at that subset of people, I'm thinking like, what do, what what do you think? This is going to be a two part question. I want to know why. So you think about it when I give you the second part. What do you think can be done or created to move at least a majority of those people? Um, off of the being shell-shocked into 
okay, now let's create something that will allow you to get to where you're trying to go, even if it doesn't look like what you wanted it to look like. So that's the question. Um, I feel like, I feel like it's possible because this is something that even in like regular terms, a lot of people could use and that's perspective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of people need perspective. So some people not, some people may not have had someone or have their own personal perspective to tell them that this might be the new normal. Mm -hmm. Some people like they, they, they just don't, they, right. They just don't have that perspective. They don't have anything to let them know that, okay, I can work in the now because this might be what things look like in the future. Um, and so just having that perspective to know that it's possible uh, and that it might be necessary, I think a lot of people can need. And so having someone to explain that or to showcase or have examples of that is, I think, could be important. So cool. So I'm glad. So, 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 so the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is can I enlist you to help me to create something for that? Okay. Oh, that wasn't it. that wasn't even convincing, y'all. Like I'm sitting here looking at his face, man. It's like, oh, you caught me off guard, and I don't really want to, but I'm gonna say okay. okay. I don't, I don't know what you want me to do, but I mean, what was, based on the premise of what you're saying, okay. Well, thank you. Well, because because the thing is, again, coming from me, mm -hmm. right? Me coming to a, a, a student your age, or you know, in in your age demographic. Everybody's not gonna listen. You know what I'm saying? Because they're gonna yeah. be like, oh, there goes somebody else trying to talk down on me. But if you're able to be a part of it, because, again, the goal of it is to make more people successful. Mm -hmm. um, because at the end of the day, if I was selfish, I just want you to be successful. And me and you just rolling off into the sunset. But I actually want to reach back and be able to grab some other people. And so, and you said something about something that was, I told you I was going to give you two parts. Right. And you, you, you had your answer and you rolled with it, which was cool. Because you said, because people don't understand about the now. Because right. the second part was going to deal with the now. Honestly, because you know one of my favorite sayings is do it in the what? N-O-W. Do it in the N-O-W. And I'm going to throw a shameless plug out there to Willie Bird because that's where I got it from. So all these people, all these years been hearing me say do it in the N-O-W. I got it from Willie Bird. Um, so, but it's this thing called do it in the N-O-W. And in the N-O-W means do it in the now. So if it's something that you don't feel is, um, we procrastinate most on things that we think make us feel uncomfortable or things we just don't like to do. And those are the things I always try to train people to do it in the N-O-W and get it out of the way. All right. Because those are the things that are, are probably the most important that'll slip off of your plate. And so I was actually thinking as part two was creating some kind of N-O-W boot camp. Right? Uh -huh. um, and, and it could be just a week-long N-O-W boot camp, almost a mixture of entrepreneurship, critical thinking, those kinds of things. Uh, I do a boot camp now where my clients come in and they tell me what it is that they're interested in. Right. And I do a boot camp based on tailoring um, and coaching them through their dream. I'm not talking about anything on that level. I'm just talking about something that's just a basic boot camp on NOW, how to shift your thinking from pandemic to success or, you know, right. whatever. I think it would have been nice if I come up with something else, you know, catchy. <laughs> Maybe catchy. I will. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's the NOW boot camp, you know, and just kind of – um, help people to rethink this place where we are. Because mm -hmm. honestly, honestly, and I tell people, uh, no brag, no boast, but the pandemic, as bad as it's been for so many people, I mean, so many lives affected, so many lives lost, so many people, you know, people in our family who who, who contracted it. I, I just had an aunt who died from it a couple of weeks, I mean, a cousin, I'm sorry, who died from it a couple of weeks ago. Um, just, just 
people being affected by it and lives being changed. But for us, I mean, it really has been a fruitful period. And and it's probably been a fruitful period because I'm I'm a, a, a strategic thinker and I sit back and I try to figure out, okay, man, well, this is where we are. How can I take most advantage of it? But um, some good things have come out of it. Um, I would say, like, the thing that makes it that that the reason that can almost benefit people at the same token um even though it's it can also be like it's been like such a huge negative i think it's just because of with such a large upset to the norm with such a large change to the system um change breeds opportunity for more change almost mm-hmm, mm-hmm. since it's such a large change and so like even even going back to the the social media thing every time you have a new platform that's created like we saw it with like your YouTube, your um your Instagram influencers, your Vine, your TikTok, every time this new type of platform comes out, you see like almost like this cohort of people, this group of people that ascend to like high levels mm-hmm. of um n- like notoriety, fame, um, for lack of a better term. But just because it like there's been a change to the system, there's something new. Um and almost like this fresh atmosphere for um for a new growth and so i think because this is such a large change and this it's caused people to change so many ways we've gone or we've we've come from everything being more i guess personal face-to-face mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. that kind of thing to how do i figure out how to kind of make a difference how to cause change in my life or other people's lives for, in a different way like from home using social media or the internet, things like that. And so just finding a new way to innovate. And so you see your people that have started honing in on that. You're seeing people like that that are starting to get major benefit from, I guess, riding the wave almost right. of the change. And so I think that's why it can prove to be beneficial as well. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you a couple of things that, that, that you touched on. I'm going to do so. I always got to have a couple. So – the waves is the last thing you said, riding the waves. And that's the one thing it is. It's, it's, it is a wave. Mm-hmm. And if you're on your surfboard, when the wave comes, right. you can ride it. But if you're not on your surfboard. It's, it's, right, it's that same thing. Like either you can be below the wave or on the wave. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. And so so that's, that's I think that's what I want the uh, NOW boot camp to be about. Figuring it's, out what to do to make sure that you're on the wave. Make sure that you're on the wave. Because if you're standing on the beach, when the wave hit, bruh. You know, it might end up being a tsunami. Uh, what, tsunami? tsunami. It might end up being a tsunami. And this is definitely one of those. Yeah, tsunami this, this is one of the tsunami times. Events. You know, yeah. and so you want to make sure that you're on a, you, you, that you're, you're positioning yourself in a, a way that you can rise with the tide and not, like you said, fall under the tide. It, um, and it, it's all uh, character is big with me. So all, it's all about character because I think those people who are constantly looking for, like, like they have a vision. They have a dream. They have a goal. Even like your students, and this this is going to be the other set of students that you're talking about. Like they're locked in totally to where they're going, right? right? And so, what happens is the vehicle that they were in was disrupted, right? And they, you know, it might took them a minute to get out of their vehicle and get in a cab, or get out they mm-hmm. get out their vehicle and get into the Uber or the Lyft, or they might have went and got another vehicle, but they still got in the vehicle because they had, they kept their eyes on the where they on, on, on the ride. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I think it. A, a lot of people are are being affected because um, the disruption caused them to take their eyes off of the fact that 
I'm just simply in a vehicle to get where I'm trying to go. Right. And the vehicle whereby it's comfortable doesn't matter. I can get in another vehicle and still get there. Right. And so I guess that's the the whole thing. That's and so the whole innovation piece. That's the whole innovation piece, right? Mm-hmm. And it's an uncommon innovation. It's like start thinking about things in terms of what's your main thing. Like right. I had a guy tell me a long time ago, I think it was a guy, maybe a girl. Uh, my main thing is to always make my main thing my main thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so keep your eye on your main thing and not get so caught up into the vehicle in which you're riding in. Um, I want to say the route that you're taking, but that can get kind of murky um, thinking about routes. But really understanding that um, if you if if you have a goal for your life, you have a a a dream, you have something that you're after, an aim, like. Go after it. It's mm-hmm. still there. It's still there. The route that you're taking may have changed. The vehicle you're riding in may have changed. But it's still, the goal is still out there and you can still get there. It just may take an uncommon innovation to do so. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree with that. Just, it's easy to get caught off guard. Um, and when thing, when change happens, I mean, change happens. There's, It's hard to... Um, prepare for change sometimes or be prepared for change uh, but when change comes change comes and so you kind of have to take a step back and assess the situation and figure out how to move with change move with change I like that move with change not dollars but change move with change <laughs> yeah so cool yeah so be on the lookout for the NOW boot camp mm-hmm. you heard it here first <laughs> haven't haven't left the studio yet. Yes, we, we heard it here first. You heard it here first. Might get your discount code because you heard it here first. So Clarence T. Brown. Clarence T. Brown the third. From the Bone Podcast. Holla. Holla. <laughs>